Hello and welcome to the Your Best Selfie podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Ann. I'm a content marketer, creator, and coach with one goal, to help you tap into your inner wisdom so you can show up as your best self at home and online. On this podcast, we'll talk to awesome humans about how they have tapped into being their best selves, finding alignment with what we were truly put on this planet to do, and how social media makes a difference in our lives. I started this podcast because I hear from way too many friends and clients who know that they want more from their lives, yet they're terrified to take that first step. I hope this podcast will inspire you to help you break out of your comfort zone, to step into the life that you are truly meant to live. I hope that you'll leave each episode feeling inspired, uplifted, and ready to live your life as the best version of you every single day, while feeling brave enough to share that person with all of us online too. Now, whether you're listening in your car, while you're cleaning the house, or you're just kicking back playing with your phone, we'll always start out the same way. I invite you to stop what you're doing and take a deep breath with me. Make it the deepest one that you've taken all day. Awesome. Now let's get into today's episode. Hi friends, Carrie here. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Best Selfie podcast. And today is a special day because I thought that I would just sit down and give you a little bit of a life update. I, even just starting this, am feeling kind of emotional. So (laughs) we'll see how this goes. I don't know why I'm feeling emotional other than the fact that Saturn just moved into Pisces and we'll talk about that in a second. But this is episode 23, which is super exciting because 23 is my favorite number. And I, when I was thinking about who would be my episode 23, it was like obvious that it had to be a solo episode. There have been some times where the guest, as you guys probably know at the end when I ask the rapid fire questions, I ask what their favorite number is. And there have been some that have aligned with their episode number, which is really cool. But for me, like, it's my podcast, so I can be guest number 23. And yeah, I think this is just going to be a little bit of a life update. And I'm also going to have a special guest ask me the rapid fire questions at the end. So I actually will answer them myself, too. So the first thing is, is that the Your Best Selfie podcast is celebrating 1,000 downloads. Yay! Which is super exciting. And I even hesitated sharing this because 1,000 downloads doesn't sound like that much for 23 episodes, but it is for me. It's a big deal, and I want to celebrate it. I know that there are way bigger podcasts than this that have 1,000 downloads on one episode. Um, I would say like my episodes kind of range from, I think the lowest one has maybe like 25 downloads. The highest one I think has a couple hundred downloads. So it really is varied and it's always changing, which I love that about podcasts that all of the stuff that I've created so far is really just like something that you can go back and listen to at any time. And people are always discovering it and then wanting to listen to past episodes, or maybe they discover it because of a previous guest. So they go back and listen to that specific episode. So it's always fluctuating, but it's a big deal to hit a thousand downloads. And I'm really proud of that. And again, like I talk about this all the time in my work, but it's not so much focusing on the number as it is just thinking about the people that you're impacting. So 
a thousand people, 2,000 ears have listened to my podcast, a thousand people. And you know, maybe you've listened to all of my episodes five times and you're like up in the plays. If, if that's the case, thank you. I don't think that that exists, but maybe you never know. I've heard that some people have re-listened to episodes, which I think is really cool, but a thousand people impacted on any different day is really special. So I'm really proud of this. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening because it feels good to know that somebody's on the other end of this microphone. And <laughs> this is also silly, but just showing you a little bit behind the scenes of how it works to have a podcast. You guys probably hear that ad that I run for Anchor. I don't even honestly know what it says. I haven't listened to it in a while, but I will insert it at some point in this episode so you'll hear it. That has earned me $8.17. All right. (laughs) So I'm not getting rich off of this podcast, although that's not the point. Um, But $8.17, that's how much I've made from ads. I think every time somebody listens to it, it's like one cent. And yeah, it just is what it is. I don't expect to be making big money. Oh, but I should also say you can't cash out until you have $10. So technically I've made $0 from ads, but I'm very close to hitting that $10 mark and getting a $10 check from Anchor. Although I just found out when I logged in today that it's now Spotify podcasts. Um, I know that Anchor was kind of working with Spotify, but apparently they've been bought out. So anyway, that's a little behind the scenes of how much I'm raking in from my podcast. It's very minimal. And thank you for listening to the ads. That's all part of it too. I have three people that I've interviewed for upcoming episodes and I'm so excited about them. They're they're all like, it's three women who are just incredible friends of mine or new friends and it's just been so fun to have these conversations. I've always said about the podcast that It's the best part of it is being able to ask questions to people that you admire and have these conversations with people that you might not normally have a conversation with. And you just get to record it and put it on the internet and help other people learn about themselves and the world around them too. So it's totally a Gemini dream and I love the podcast and I want to have it forever and it just takes time to edit. So that's why you aren't getting episodes as frequently as I might like. Another exciting piece of news is that the podcast has a new sponsor. So you will hear an ad, maybe I'll put it in right after this, from our new sponsor. But thank you so much for being interested. She reached out to me and wanted to be a part of the podcast and just had really nice things to say. So I'm super excited to be including her in this episode too. Hey friends, I have a question for you. Do you want to know how you can save over six hours of time on your business tasks this week? The answer is social media and business resource templates. The template packs over at Tiffany Co. Design Studio are easy to customize to your business because the foundation is already built for you, so all you need to do is make a few minor changes to tailor it to your brand. It takes only a few minutes of your time, making content creation a breeze. You can find all kinds of templates that match your business by visiting tiffanycodesignstudio.com and use the code BESTSELFIE20 to get 20% off any template pack. That's Tiffany tiffanycodesignstudio.com and use the code bestselfie20, B-E-S-T-S-E-L-F-I-E-2-0 to get 20% off any template pack. Okay, now let's get back to the show. 
Okay, cool. So as I mentioned at the top of this episode, Saturn just entered Pisces. And if you don't speak astrology, Saturn is the planet of life lesson, of purpose. It's kind of like a taskmaster or somebody that isn't necessarily the nicest in learning your lessons unless you're doing the work and then they reward you. So it's just a planet of purpose um, and it's really important that you listen to it when it has lessons that come up. Otherwise, it will not be so nice to you. And Pisces is the sign of dreams, of music, of creativity, and it's a little bit more spacey. So if you think about having like life lessons in this more spacey planet, it's kind of confusing and hard to really put your finger on. Um, But it's also a lot about spirituality. And I feel like I've been kind of in a Pisces land for all of 2023, and it's possible that maybe I was just feeling it early. However, I also have my natal moon, which means when I was born, the moon in the sky on the day I was born was in Pisces. And I have another planet. Well, it's not really a planet, but it's called the North Node. If you know astrology, I have North Node in Pisces and I have Mars in Pisces. So on a good day, I'm pretty Piscean. (laughs) On any given day, I'm pretty Piscean. And um, Saturn in Pisces is just going to kind of like give that a little boost and make sure I'm learning my lessons around spirituality, around um, this mystical, magical world that we live in. And I feel like I'm totally in that right now. Um, A little bit of a life update. I have not slept real well (laughs) in 2023, I feel like. And Pisces also rules sleep. So there must be something there too. But We transitioned my three-year-old son, Emmett, from a crib to his big boy bed at the beginning of the year, and I don't know why I thought that would be so easy, (laughs) because it's been difficult. Um, I feel like almost he's back to his newborn stage in terms of waking up in the middle of the night, and... We did it, like, I think, I want to say January 4th. I was just like, okay, you know, new year, this is your goal, is to learn how to sleep in a big boy bed. And he was good for a couple nights, and then it just, like, went off the rails. And he now has, we're in this bad habit right now, and moms will feel me. It's like, I almost don't even want to say this, because I know I'll be judged, and I don't want any opinions. I just want you guys to listen. So, I mean, I guess I shouldn't even say that because I'll take advice. But um, he is now like waking up in the middle of the night and just climbing into bed with me. And I don't even fight it because it helps us all sleep. Um, But it's still not the most convenient thing and obviously not what I want my child to be doing. I would rather he be in his bed all night. We have the sound machine that turns green in the morning. He knows how to tell time, so we tell him stay in here until 7 o'clock. He just does not. So all that to say that my sleep has not been great in 2023. And also it's kind of a bummer because I can't wake up early because now he's in bed with me. So most days he like is the one that's waking me up and he's like, mommy, it's time to get up. And yeah, I don't necessarily want to get up as early as he does. And also I can't really like set my alarm for 5 a.m. to get in some early time before he wakes up because then it would wake him up too. 
So that was just me complaining about having a three-year-old who doesn't sleep through the night. I know it will get better, but I feel like that has really already kind of defined 2023 as this like weird, sleepy state that all of our family is in at any given moment. I should also add that in this process, he gave up naps, which is such a bummer. If you're a mom, you totally feel this. And he was napping for like two to three hours a day. And now he doesn't nap at all, which means he goes to sleep early, which is cool. And I shouldn't even say that because right now he's taking a nap, uh, but he's taking a nap in my bed. And it's very rare. Like it's maybe, maybe once a week, if even that. Um, And that means he'll stay up late tonight. And yeah, so that's a little update on my life with a three-year-old. Other than that, he's doing amazing. He's super smart. He's really into this show called Number Blocks, which is like, for lack of a better term, it's basically like Legos. If you, you know, you've never heard of Number Blocks. He like he has these little things that are like Legos. They kind of snap together and it's super amazing. It's totally teaching him math. Like the other day he was in the bathtub and he was like, mommy, 25 is 20 plus five. And it's five rows of five, five times five equals 25. And it's a square. Like he just, the stuff that he knows from number blocks is insane. So if you have a young kid, I highly recommend number blocks. And Emmett has always just kind of had a fascination with numbers and letters. And it's super interesting to watch him learn and discover things and just figure out what he's into. Also, we got him enrolled in preschool. So that's a big win for my 2023. There is a neighborhood preschool that when you go to like the playgrounds and stuff, all the moms are talking about how great of a school this is. And even like before I had Emmett, I knew it existed and I wanted him to go there. But you can't enroll your kid there until they're three, gonna be four. So we've just been waiting. And um, Andrew went <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning to stand in line with other parents to enroll him a couple weeks ago. And he got in. He was, he check this out. He showed up at 4 a.m. and he was, fifth in line. So obviously that shows you like people wait for this preschool, which is bananas, but I'm super happy that he's in. He is going to be enrolled in the summer session. So he starts May 30th and that's really exciting in our household. He's so pumped and really excited. We all are excited for him to make new friends and kind of go out on his own a little bit. Um, other life update, I don't really want to talk about this much, but it felt weird not saying is that my dad passed away in November. So I've been in a state of grief. Um, I don't even know what there is to say about it, but it just felt like I needed to address it on the podcast. It's been hard and I'm okay. Um, even though I'm getting kind of choked up now, it's like hard to talk about, um, when people ask. but I'm okay. Um, you know, he, he had had a stroke over 14 years ago and it doesn't mean that it makes it easier. Oh man. I know this isn't necessarily a fun thing you want to listen to on a podcast. So give me just a moment to get through this and then we'll get on to some more fun stuff. Um, anyway, he had had a stroke over 14 years ago and while it doesn't necessarily make it easier that he's gone, um, like there's no like 
even though I believe in an afterlife, I don't necessarily believe like, oh, he's in a better place. Like, I, I don't like when people say that to me. Um, there is a release in the sense of I'm not worried about him anymore. And that's big. For 14 years, it was like constantly just worried, like, when am I going to get a phone call? When is going to be the last time I see him? And I still like think, you know, oh, I'm going to pick up the phone and call him. I'm going to send him this cute picture of Emmett. And I can't now. But there's also that like, sometimes the worry comes up, like, I hope my dad's okay. And then I realize he's okay. (laughs) You know, there's nothing for me to stress about or worry about anymore. And that has freed up a lot of space in my life. So yeah, that's it. I really, like I said, I'm like, I'm really okay. I don't cry like this most days anymore. Um, But whenever anybody asks about him or talks about him, it's easy to remember and get sucked back in. So that's what I'm going through with my dad's grief. On a more happy note, let's turn this podcast around. (laughs) Um, On a more happy note, like I have got all of his mementos and memorabilia, old family pictures, and I have been going through them like crazy. I can't even tell you, like I have wanted to go through these pictures since I knew they existed. (laughs) I mean, you might know that my great grandma was an artist and a journaler, so she kept all these journals and I maybe have maybe 50 of them. Um, Plus like just really cool pictures of my grandparents, my dad's parents that I never knew, but of them growing up on a farm and um, my grandma's bowling trophy, like she was in a bowling league, just like really cool stuff. Um, Everything from and they saved a lot of stuff. Like I'm not saying that it's necessarily all great stuff. Like there's Uh, instructions for how to feed a baby that were like my dad's baby instructions like from the doctor and like a manual for an old Chevy car like all kinds of stuff they saved and so I have just been going through it and then I'm gonna have to go back through and um, decide what to keep and what I can let go of And the coolest thing I think, well, I mean, I shouldn't even say the coolest thing because there's so many cool things, but a cool thing that I found last weekend is I found these travel plans that a travel agent had created. On the front of it, it says, created for Mr. and Mrs. Bob Morley, who's my grandpa and my grandma. And it's like, I opened it up and it's this um, US map that has a highlighted route that they were going to take and it goes from they were they lived in cedar rapids iowa and it goes from there oh hi emmett emmett just woke up it goes from cedar rapids to phoenix through colorado and then it goes from phoenix through texas and then back to iowa do you want to say hi i'm recording a podcast (laughs) Okay, I'm going to pause this and I'll come back and finish the rest of it later. Okay, I'm back and it's a new day for me. Same day for you, I would assume. Let's just go ahead and take a deep breath together. Okay, so thank you for just holding space for me in the recording I did yesterday. I haven't listened back to it yet. 
And I know that it was tender and raw and vulnerable, but I'm not really embarrassed by it. It's just kind of vulnerable. So now I'm already like, oh, should I put this out? But I'm going to keep it in. And I just wanted to come back and finish this episode up because I got interrupted yesterday. Emmett woke up from his nap and I have a good night's sleep, an update for you already in the same episode. Emmett slept through the night last night. So that's very exciting. Um, feels like a little bit of a turning point. I won't <laughs> jinx it yet, but um, I think that I talked to Andrew after the episode last night and we kind of came up with a new game plan. And I think that maybe that's going to start getting better. So that's cool. Okay, so to finish what I was telling you yesterday, I found this really cool map. And I have always dreamed of taking a road trip in an RV with my family. So as soon as I saw this map, I was like, yes, that is what I'm going to do. So I have all of these big plans, probably a few years out, but a nice little dream to take this same pilgrimage that my dad did with his parents when he was seven. So I think that's really cool and special and a new fun dream that I have with my family. Anyway, to finish up this episode, I also wanted to give a little business update because I am doing well in business, but it's also kind of like a weird time for me. Um, I am pivoting more to doing business coaching instead of done for you marketing in my business right now, which is super exciting. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time because I, well, I totally get like having somebody come in and do the work for you, which is really nice. There's also a big part of me that wants to empower business owners to be able to write their own content, to feel comfortable knowing what to talk about, and then how to like click send on their MailChimp emails and publish their sales pages online and be able to do these things themselves. I know that as a solopreneur for so long, being a business owner with just myself, that it's really important for me to have my hands in everything. And it just helps like long term for the business, because when you do want to scale and grow, you already know what you're paying somebody to do and you're able to offload the things that take up a lot of your time. So all of that to say, I'm really passionate about teaching these skills to entrepreneurs, and that's why I love business coaching so much. So I'm pivoting to business coaching. I actually have one of my biggest clients that's a done-for-you marketing client that is going to be ending their contract at the end of March, the end of Q1, and I am choosing to not renew. It just doesn't feel like a super aligned fit anymore right now. So that feels a little bit scary because it's a well-paying client and also very exciting because I know that I'm going to have more time in my schedule and I just think that it's so important to let go of things that don't feel like 100% a fit. And even if it is tempting to continue to do something because you're making money, it's not necessarily the way that I want to live my life. And that's why I left my job, my corporate job, because I know that money isn't everything. And I also know that money flows to me easily. That is a huge practice and affirmation that I live by. I totally believe that there are always new clients that want to work with me. 
I am constantly being asked if I want to take on new clients. And most of the time I say no, because I really have found that three clients is kind of my maximum that I can handle by myself and not feel super overwhelmed. And I have been at three for a while, and now I'm making space for new opportunities, which might be business coaching clients, and it might be a new done-for-you marketing client. And it feels nice to just have that space open because it really gives room to possibility. So that's kind of what's happening in my business. It's like a little bit of unknown, but also I know that it's going to work out. And I have been in several different coaching containers for really the past nine months. Um, And I am ending those as well. Just their time has run out and I decided not to renew in a mastermind and then also like a one-on-one coaching um, session that I had been in. So I'm going to take some time to just like really focus on what my soul is guiding me to do and what my business is calling for, and not focusing on what outside people are saying. I think I've talked on this about this on the podcast before, but this is really like a theme for me in 2023 because I stopped listening to podcasts. And that feels silly to say on the podcast that I'm recording and you're listening to, but I really found myself listening to podcasts way more than music. And I was missing just being in more of like a flow with music can help with. Um, And I felt like I was hearing too many outside opinions, both in like my coaching containers that I was in and also in podcast listening. So I stopped listening to podcasts. I listened to very few. And in fact, I feel like I miss some updates from people. Um, And so I'm trying to like get better about actually looking at my podcast feed and seeing if there's anything that really is calling to me Um, because I just haven't even been going in like the pod new episodes podcasts side of Spotify. Um, But yeah, so I'm really just going to be taking a few months at least to focus on what I need to focus on and just like what is feeling good for me. The biggest thing that is feeling so good to me lately is I am currently obsessed with cross-stitching. And I started cross-stitching, I want to say in 2020, and I kind of fell out of the habit. Like, it's something that kind of comes and goes, but I picked up a cross-stitch kit again, and I started cross-stitching. And when I was doing it, I felt like I should be creating patterns And my second thought after that was like, what would I create? And I had no ideas. So I decided to challenge myself to do a 100-day project of creating cross-stitch patterns because I wanted to force myself to come up with ideas. And while I wouldn't say I have like a million ideas for it, it definitely is like easier than you would think to come up with stuff. For example, the other night I was watching Wheel of Fortune and I was like, I could make a Wheel of Fortune cross-stitch board. And so I did. And so it's like really just staying open to whatever the universe is putting in front of you and being like aware of things that you can create. And yeah, so I'm on day 10 right now 
of creating cross-stitch patterns. I created a new Instagram feed for it, so if you're into that kind of thing, you'll have to follow me. Uh, the Instagram account is inspiredpiece underscore cross-stitch. I'll make sure that I link it in the show notes as well. But it's just been super fun. It's connected me with like a whole new group of people too that are in the cross-stitch community. And I just can't get enough of it right now. I just want to look at all the things. So, and of course, I'm cross-stitching on my own too. I'm working on somebody else's pattern. Um, actually, two patterns that I'm working on right now, which are awesome. I'm not sure what I will cross-stitch next, if it will be one of my own patterns. But it's just a really fun outlet and just cool to be able to do something that is exciting and fun, but for no real reason other than just to create. So with that being said, let's jump in to the rapid fire questions. I think that's all I had to talk to talk about today. And I have a very special guest for my rapid fire question interviews. So here we go. Okay. Are you ready, Amit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you read me this question? What do you use the most on your phone? The app that I use the most on my phone is Instagram, of course. What's your to-go Starbucks order? My go-to Starbucks order is a venti strawberry acai refresher. What's your favorite quote? Quote. Quote. My favorite quote is, a short pencil is better than a long memory. What is the best cancer you ever been to? The best concert I've been to. Oh my gosh. I've been to so many concerts. And the one that I always say is Madonna. I saw Madonna when I was maybe like 16 or 17 with my dad. And I just remember being in total awe. Like she is an icon. And I don't even remember that much about the concert. So it makes me almost wonder now, like if I've been to better concerts, but that's just the one that sticks in my head. And of course, I have been to, I don't know, like seven-ish Jason Mraz concerts. And so he is absolutely a favorite to see live. And I'm super excited because I get to see him live again this summer on July 23rd. What's your favorite number? Three. What's mommy's favorite number? Mm, 23. 23, that's right. My favorite number is 23. And it started because I, you know how like, maybe you guys didn't do this, but in school, they used to like assign us numbers. So for example, like Andrew, Andrew Anderson, my husband was probably number one because his name is A, A. Um, But they would do it like one is A, you know, and go, they would do it it alphabetically. And so my last name was started with an M, so it was kind of in the middle, but I was number 23 for a couple years in a row, and it just kind of stuck. I just felt drawn to it. I see it everywhere. It's cool because there's like a community of people (laughs) that I meet that love the number 23. Like my cousin Brittany, who I interviewed on a previous podcast, her favorite number is 23. Jason Mraz, his favorite number is 23. Like I just meet people often that their favorite number is 23 and it feels really special and like a little connection. What's your favorite zodiac sign? My zodiac sign, I am a Gemini sun, a Pisces moon, and a Sagittarius rising. 
was your first crush? My first celebrity crush was this guy named Devin Sawa. I don't know if you guys know him. He was in the movie Casper, and I don't even remember what else he was in, but I just had the biggest crush on this guy, Devin Sawa. Like, there were, you know, J14 magazine and stuff. I used to pull out all the posters and put them all up over my walls. Um, Also was a big fan of Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys, but Devin Sawa was the very first. Was your favorite city where the one? you live in my favorite city besides the one i live in is liverpool england i love liverpool it's the coolest place i've ever been in my whole entire life as you can probably imagine i'm a big beatles fan so it was like really cool to be there but it's also just a really cool city in general and also side note i was just doing some ancestry.com research last night and I found something from like my great 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 grandpa when he came from Ellis Island it said he came from Liverpool I was like oh my gosh that's where I'm from so Liverpool England is my favorite city besides the one I live in what do you want to be what do you want your legacy to be thank you helper Do you want to go get a treat now? What do you want your legacy to be? This is like an interesting question to ask people because I feel like people kind of get tripped up on it. It's like the very last question. So maybe I need to change my rapid fire question um, because I know it's like such a big one at the end here. And now I don't even know how to answer it myself. (laughs) If somebody asked me, I would be like, oh, I do know how to answer it. My, I want my legacy to be creativity. I want people to know that I was super creative and I want to leave behind my words. That's super important to me. Like um, with my great grandma's journals and she left behind so many cool insights into her life. And I want that for my future generations too, whether that be like online as it is now or through photography or through my words, like I would love to write a book. I just want my legacy to be through creativity and through documenting my life and documenting just the everyday things that seem like nothing, but to your great grandkids someday will mean everything. And it's so cool to be able to look into those past insights. And yeah, it just super inspires me. So that's what I want my legacy to be. Okay. And you know that I'm not going to get away without doing some takeaways from my own solo episode. So here are some takeaways that you can use to implement into your life. The first, we talked about Saturn being in Pisces. This is also, I don't think I said this yesterday when I recorded the first part of this episode, but Pisces also rules emotions. And I like I, I know I mentioned that I have my moon in Pisces, and that means that the moon is the planet that rules your emotions, and Pisces is like emotional. So that's why I cried because I'm just an emotional person, okay? And so with Saturn and Pisces, it's really important for you to like feel all your feelings, to set boundaries. And so my suggestion for you with Saturn and Pisces is to take a bath. It's super helpful for any water sign, but especially Pisces, 
to be around water. So if you don't love taking a bath, um, or go swimming, sit in a hot tub, or even just like walk around a lake or a body of water, that can be super healing while Saturn is in Pisces. And the sun currently, if you're listening to this in real time, the sun is in Pisces. Like we're in Pisces season right now. So Pisces is hot right now. And yeah, go take a bath today and think about your emotions. Second takeaway, do something just for fun and just for you. This cross-stitch pattern making project has been lighting me up so much and giving me creative ideas in all areas of my life. So what's something that you could do just for fun? Maybe you want to challenge yourself to a 100-day project of doing something every day for 100 days and just dive in and do something that's creative and fun and doesn't have anything to do with getting paid or trying to make it something that it's not. Like this is just a fun hobby for me and I hope you'll do the same. And my last takeaway, something I've really been thinking about this week is lean into the things that make you nervous. I had a podcast interview this week and I was so nervous for it. I get nervous before every single podcast interview, even if I know the person super well or I've never met them. In this case, I had never met her and so I was just so nervous and it ended up being amazing. And there have been other situations that have come up in my life this week recently that I felt nervous about and I did it and it feels awesome. So If you feel like that little twinge of nervousness, just be like, ooh, this is going to be good because I care about it and I want to make sure that it's good and I know it's going to be. I trust myself that I can make this really good and lean into those things that make you nervous. Okay, and then one final little takeaway and action step here. Please, 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 if you like this podcast, will you leave me a review? I feel like my reviews have kind of stopped since I first started this podcast. And now that I'm officially at 1,000 downloads, whoop, whoop, can you please go leave me a review? That would be so kind and helpful. And it really does help other people listen to the podcast. So in order to do that, if you go to the podcasts app on your iPhone and you search for your best selfie, hopefully you're already subscribed and you already see it like in your podcasts. But once you find the show and you tap on it, If you scroll down to below where all the episodes are, you'll see a big box that says ratings and reviews. Tap five stars to rate it, and then it will pop up a thing that says write a review, and you can just leave a few words and just say something nice and um, maybe say what your favorite episode is or what what your favorite part of the episodes are. That would be so awesome. Um, There's also a way to do it on Spotify if that's where you listen. That's where I listen to podcasts. And if you search for the podcast there, just search Your Best Selfie and you'll see an option to be able to rate it there as well. I don't think there is a way that you can like leave comments, but it would be super helpful if you would just leave it five stars. And I would super appreciate you. And I do appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It means so much. Um, Thank you for holding space for me in my moments. And I hope that something you heard today will help you in your journey too. And I will be back next week with another new episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you heard something that will inspire you to be your best selfie. If you liked what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on your socials or review it through Apple Podcasts. 
This podcast is still really new, so sharing and reviewing will help spread the word to the people who need to hear it. And I would love to connect with you. Reach out on Instagram at HeyCarrieAnd and let me know your takeaways from this episode. I'll be back next week with another new episode. And until then, don't ever let your mind stop you from having a good time. Thanks for listening. You're the Selfie Podcast.